clinical disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure. Where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I'm just a guy who likes talking about sex. Doc, do you hear that shutter speed? Oh, I I could not hear it if I tried. You are (laughs) so miserable, and it's absolutely amazing, but I'm still happy to see you in person. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) Don't I sound good? (laughs) You sound so excited. Because we're in the middle of a photo shoot slash podcast, like it's live, but it's not live at all. Yeah, and I barely knew we were going to do this. What are you talking for? (laughs) And we're back, folks. I'm really sorry. That's the makeup person who's dropping all of her stuff right (laughs) off the microphone here. We said be quiet, but it's fine, Amy. It's fine. Listen, this is uh, one of our attempts at something a little bit different, a little bit new. We got all excited because we're going to be in the same place. The dog is totally a liar and knew we were doing this podcast. I knew we were doing the photo shoot. You sprung the podcast recording on me at the last minute. Last minute of five days ago? Uh, Like three, but (laughs) like the day we were supposed to record like the other, this podcast. All right. Well, listen, I'm excited to see you in person. I'm excited that we're together in the same room for the first time in many a year. And we've got a whole team here taking photos. I feel special, I feel important, and I'm glad you're here with me. So, let's jump right in. We got a couple of announcements. As always. Did everybody listen to the new podcast? What's the name of it, Doc? Sex Therapist Shoot the Shit. With the Doc and uh, Laura Rademacher, my best friend. She misses me, doesn't she? Admit it. She talks about you all the time. I knew it. I could feel it. All the time, none of the time. You know what? I'm going to send uh, Laura Rademacher a message and I'm going to say, do you talk about me? Are you think about Because Doc said you didn't and I thought we had a thing. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue on about Laura, By the way, Laura, Laura's like, you two talk about me on the podcast. So <laughs> I, she's the amount, greatest. She is the greatest. <laughs> she's so, I mean, second to you, of course, you're here. Um, but uh, continuing on with our announcements, we hope you enjoyed that new podcast. We're going to have one coming out every month. And uh, real side, I enjoyed editing it again, even though I'm not in it. Uh, I uh, thought it was really great. I thought you did a great job being like in charge and keeping things rolling, not having me there to keep it happening. But then again, it's so freeform. You're not really doing all that much, right? I mean, I, I am, but sure. Anyhow, Amy is going to be coming out. Are we ready for Amy, our first book with the University yeah. of Pleasure? Yeah, we are. Wow. <laughs> wow. We are. It's okay. been a long day, man. <laughs> it's, it's been a long... Okay, listen. It's a to be fair... a lot of forced enthusiasm you're pulling out To be here. fair, the doc did just go through a marathon photo shoot. She looks utterly amazing, I have to say. And uh, I'm really excited for all of our fans out there to see this. We've been together, you know, just via Skype and everything. And so I'm really excited we got together to do this Yeah, we're like the really two important. last people using Skype. 
on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legit. Well, Amy is going to be coming out officially April Fool's Day, which is my birthday. So everybody be ready. Amy, book one by myself and Autumn Karen is going to be coming out very, very soon. Let me rephrase, Autumn Karen and me because she really was the boss behind that book. And I'm so excited. Yeah, the doc's like, oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's going to be coming out April Fool's Day, and I'm super excited. The audiobook will be coming out at the same time, which was actually done by my ex-wife, the amazing actress Kelly Dorney. How great is that? Full circle, right? Yeah, it's gr- that is great. Absolutely is great. Now, let's get to this episode before the doc falls asleep on the microphone. We came up with a new thing today. The new segment is Jeremiah asks for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got some questions that I'm only asking for a friend. Great. Okay. (laughs) First question, Doc. If you I'm so can I'm so nervous right now. Because like legitimately I have no idea. What you're okay. I came this. up with really, uh, really legitimate questions that have been asked of me okay. by a friend. Sure. First one being Does it mean that a woman is unsatisfied with your penis size if she brings in a dildo or a vibrator that is larger than her partner's penis? Does that mean anything, Doc? I'm only asking for a friend. You know, I can't say that that means something, like that it means nothing to anybody, but I would say globally, I don't think that that has the meaning that people think it does. Well, let's break that down because there might be people out there, again, I'm asking for a yeah, friend. Yeah, I, I get it now. Yep, that okay. you're only asking for a friend. I get, so, I get this now. if in fact, you know, your wife shows up, say, or your partner, what have you, with a very large dildo, okay, and you're not as large as that dildo, does that mean that that's what she's actually craving? Does that mean that you're any less than? No, I don't think it means you're any less than. I also think that it means that, like, it's just something different to do, you know, for the day, right? Like, it doesn't, like, just because something is bigger doesn't actually mean it's better. It means that it's different, right? Like, people like variety. Also, a dildo isn't the same as somebody's penis, right? Like, so the need that someone might get met out of like engaging with a sex toy is going to be different than engaging with like you and your penis, the, the, the royal you, not you specifically. Of course not, because I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) Right. I know you are, but like, you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a different sex act than like intercourse. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying somebody might not be like, I like this size. This would be my preferred size, but but is it more often than not, or is it just I more often not, than it's you know, just I can't, a totally I don't play. actually, I mean, I don't have any statistics on that, but anecdotally. That's totally fine, because I'm, I'm just asking this. for a friend. Here, I don't need about, statistics. How about this? I talk to women a lot, like a lot about sex. And, well, actually, frankly, I talk to a lot of people about sex that enjoy penises. And I don't hear them talking about penis size and, like, dissatisfaction with it nearly as much as I hear people with penises talking about their penises and worry about their penises. Okay. Does that make sense? No, like it totally makes, friend. Uh, totally makes sense for me. It totally does. Totally does. So in fact, it's not something that my friend should be worried about. 
that it's no big deal, that it's not something that necessarily they probably want more. And if if the partner says, hey, I'm just doing this for a variety to change it up, yeah, then in like fact, to change you it just up take, or, it, take it at face value. Yeah, like to I'm change saying. it up or to like have just sort of a different erotic experience that day. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of uh, like fun things that you can do with toys. There's also certain things just like biologic, like things can last longer with a toy or it hits a certain spot because you can hit a certain angle with a toy a little bit more easily. It doesn't mean it's better. It just means it's different, right? People can get very linear when thinking about sex. And in general, again, I don't have, like every once in a while someone might come in or I just like casually talk because a lot of people casually talk to me about sex, right? Like yeah, somebody listen, might- it, Doc, you're like a dentist. It's like <laughs> if, if, if somebody like was getting, like uh, as soon as you tell somebody you're a dentist, they're like, does this tooth look weird to you? Like, like that's gotta that be, would be what terrible. your life is like. That <laughs> seems worse. Listen, actually. my cousin's a dentist. So like I, he's told me, he's like, people walk up and they're like, hey, look at this. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, really? Like yeah. that seems kind of gross, but okay. Yeah, that to me that would be more disturbing. But yes, people do ask me or talk to me a lot about sex, and I I'm not saying that some people like because I don't think it's just like you know there are lots of people across genders that enjoy penises and engaging with them, but I don't think size is as big an issue as sometimes people perceive that it is. Like I do believe that there, and I'm pretty sure that this is correct. I believe that there's research out there that suggests that like men um, greatly over, like, or people with penises greatly overestimate, like, how large the average penis actually is. Does well, of course, sense? it's like the old joke when you're like, you know, the guy's like, you know, how, <laughs> it's like how, how, you know. This is a great joke so far. I'm, just, I'm trying to get it out. I'm trying to get it out. I got an audience here. <laughs> people are, are laughing at me, all right? But it, it's like, you know, when a guy says like, you know, how much, how, how long is eight inches? And you ask his wife or something like, you know what joke I'm talking about? Well, now I can't remember. I was put on the spot. Okay. So forget aggressive. that joke. We're moving on. Okay. So aggressive. I'm not aggressive. Okay. I'm just saying I forgot the joke. Point is, it's yeah. something about, it's like every woman thinks that eight inches is like this long or something like that. Because husbands have convinced wives of that. It doesn't matter. Okay. Let's continue on because I'm only asking for a friend. And you're I'm very trying... anxious for someone that's only asking. <laughs> you're not, really, you're really worked up for I'm not someone that's up. only acting. I'm okay. totally calm about this. I just wanted to know for a friend, Doc. That yeah. was really. I. But can I say? I, I'll say a little more though. Like Please I talk do. More about it. I do think we. I think we like first season did an episode about sex toys. Like sometimes bringing in sex toys in general, though can, whether it's about penis size or like performance, like it can increase certain people's anxiety that somehow like a sex toy is there to replace them. And right. I don't think that like often we think about things like when we're worried or we're anxious in very like black and white terms, but like on a day-to-day basis, most of us are actually like kind of living in the gray or like not really thinking in that way. So, you know, if someone's saying like, I want to like, let's bring a dildo in, let's bring a vibrator in. That's not necessarily because they're dissatisfied with something that you're doing. It's probably more about like, this would be a fun add to what we're already doing. Okay. That's I, that's the advice that I'm going to give to my friend that like, this is just a thing to add in, right? This is just something for like fun. It doesn't really mean that much. It's just a little bit of variety, and if a little you're, bit, okay, don't be intimidated. Well, and if you're super worried about it, maybe talk to your partner about it. <laughs> like, yeah, Doc, but sometimes that can be really hard. 
it's Sometimes true. it can be hard. That's why people listen to our podcast. So right. They, you know. Well, and it, I think even if it's hard, I'd still suggest trying to approach it. If you are truly worried about it, you probably would want to have those conversations. Ooh, I don't know. You know, my friend... <laughs> Might be a little uncomfortable about having like, hey, you know, are you? Most things worth doing make you like make people a little uncomfortable. That's true, and we do say here at the University of Pleasure, we're all about learning. So maybe that's a learning, a teaching, teachable moment when you have your partner. Like, hey, no, you don't got to worry. It's all good. Yeah. It's just something. I think generally, if you're feeling insecure in your sexual life, it's probably. I'm not. It, My friend is. If uh, anyone, the royal you, is feeling insecure in their sexual relationship with a partner, it's generally good practice especially if you can't kind of navigate it on your own to start maybe having some conversations about it however as i have said in previous uh, podcasts not during (laughs) (laughs) yeah and maybe not like immediately after how about waiting till the next day maybe at breakfast or on a walk or set up a separate time that's one of my favorite suggestions actually and this is not making a joke that you've given numerous times the walk take a walk it's so much Take, less, it's, yeah. it's a little more freeing. Yeah, so know? if you're struggling with something, the doc always recommends go out and take a walk to have that conversation so you're not locked down in, in one place where you feel either partner might feel trapped, might yeah. feel like, oh, I'm on somebody else's home turf. If you're just out for a walk oh. and you're having a little conversation, I mean, again, be mindful of your surroundings. You want to be at like the children's park where they're playing and be like, you really let's like just, big dildos. Get, like, you know, let's just like, get on the swings yeah. right next. Yeah. Might be a little awkward and sometimes against the law. So please be careful with that sort of thing. But I'm really a a big proponent of the walk. Well, the other thing too is that this is more of like nerdy psychology too, but like that idea where too you can kind of be walking and make occasional eye contact without the intensity of being like, and now let's sit across from each other and just stare (laughs) intensely at each other while we have this conversation. (laughs) Like there is something too about that that maybe eases the nerves a bit and also like being able to have movement in your body and whatnot. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I would like to take this moment right now to bring in somebody that's actually here in the studio with us in person. So Your excited. favorite person. I'm so excited. More happy to see him than you were me, and I'm not even upset about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg, our correspondent who goes nowhere, is actually here. <laughs> He's gone somewhere. With us. He's come he somewhere. He came somewhere to be with us. Greg, come in here. Just say a quick hello to everybody. Here he comes. Because this is happening live, folks. This is happening live. Hello. There it is. <laughs> Charmer. <laughs> charm. He's nothing but charm. We're so happy that he's here. And I'm not a, I gotta tell our audience right now, and you will all understand when you see the pictures when they all come out. Fuck you, Greg. Okay, because <laughs> seriously, sucks. every single fucking photograph, uh, he looked like it had already been touched up digitally. Like everything, lo- he looked like a Norman Rockwell painting. And then at the same yeah, point Yeah, I spent an hour in hair and makeup and they, he, just, he didn't <laughs> do anything. Every, every, okay, I'll be honest with you because you'll see them on the website, but the new photo shoot with Greg, they're not even touched. And our incredible photographer, Michael Mason, who does Michael Mason Studios, if you guys would like to get some incredible photos and you're on the East Coast near New York City to Maryland, this whole area, the tri-state area, Michael will come and take your photos. He's absolutely amazing. I've known Michael for like 20 years, one of my dear, dear friends who I absolutely love and worship, but he is so, so good, has such a great eye. But Jesus Christ, Greg, in every single photograph, (laughs) 
You literally look like a cherub. And I'm like, what is it happening? Is, it was upsetting. Yeah. I mean, amazing. I, I mean, know. honestly, I just have two things to say. It's so nice to see the doc in person. And don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's now perfect time for a break, I think. Okay. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you to everybody that came here today and was safe and took care of each other. We know we're still dealing with a lot of crazy stuff, but we got these pictures taken and everything is coming out well. And we, of course, have to thank my incredible makeup artist and hair person, Amy, who came here today to make us all look beautiful. So if you need hair and makeup done, if you need anything like that, Amy, you got a website or something I can spout out? At Amy Thing Beauty. Say it again. At there it is. And I don't, I can't repeat it because I can't, I don't. Like anything? Why don't you, why don't you come here and you just say it into the microphone. This is so intimate. <laughs> <laughs> At amything underscore beauty there on Instagram. Thank Check it so out. Much. Check it out. She's absolutely brilliant. And another dear friend of mine, we've known each other seven years That's now. Insane. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here. Oh, Greg's got something to just say. Just a footnote. The Amy who's the makeup artist is not the Amy in the Good point, oh, thank Greg. You, Greg. Really? Thank See, you. this is why I love having him around. <laughs> I love having him around for lots of reasons. It's absolutely why. Well, yeah. I don't want to get. I don't want to get upset. Let's. Just, we're, we'll be right back. And we're back live at Egg Studios in Brooklyn, New York. I love this studio. This it's is a why good I studio. chose the studios. Yeah, it's it's a great. great, great studio to be a part of. These They always take great care of us here, and I'm grateful to have them. Um, I just want to give my dear friend Michael Mason a chance to talk about uh, Michael Mason Studios. Go for it, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Where can everybody. they find you? Yeah, see that, search, <laughs> that, that sultry sound, Michael Mason. Egg Studios is amazing. I do want to give a big shout out to everybody here. They really have helped us out. All the people in the office, they've done an incredible job of taking care of us. I have to give a huge shout out to the doc for looking incredible. She did look incredible in today. Incredible today. Oh, we can see the photos. It is going to be absolutely amazing. Michael Mason Studios, as you said, thank you so much for having me out here. You guys are fantastic. Greg, I didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore. Can we not talk about this anymore? <laughs> like, it's, yes, Greg looked fabulous. I noticed nobody's Doc telling me how fabulous. great I look. <laughs> Greg looked fabulous. They looked great. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you looked amazing and you know it. Get out of here. So I'm much. done. I love you. Thank, thank you for, for being me. here. You're so welcome. Thank you. So I have another question. There was a question for a friend. Okay. Question for a friend. If somebody has a hygiene uh, difference of opinion, okay? Mm -hmm. Like somebody might have a little bit more of a, um, how do you say, uh, uh, they're a little bit more natural, uh, natural <laughs> than other people might be and you are trying to have a really good sexual connection with them, but the fragrance might not be your choice of fragrance. How would you broach that topic, Doc? Because this is like a thing like, yeah. you've got bad breath. You know, how would you do it? Because I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, as an aside, I have talked about bad breath 
so many times. Really? I bet. So many times. Do you know there used to, this is totally session. true. There used to be a hotline that you could call. Did you know this? Mm -hmm. That you could call a hotline and be like, listen, I have a friend. They're so-and-so. They have horrible halitosis. And this hotline would call that person for you and say, you have this really wonderful friend who loves you very much and they think you're so wonderful, but they want you to know you have really bad breath. And like it was like a legitimate hotline that you mm -hmm. could call because, you know, then it would like the distance between the two, you know? So you really do talk to oh people. Oh my gosh, are... yeah, no. So like, interestingly, hygiene is a really common dialogue, but breath is one that I've talked about. Side note, we should have got a sponsorship or something. I think it's called TheraBreath. Is that? Oh, TheraBreath, yeah. sure, right? yeah. That stuff works so well. Does it? I have had clients that have spent tons of money on like dentists and oral surgeons, and I'm like, try this. And like, it's really helped a lot. Doc, you're curing bad breath. Yeah, and you're giving people free problem. advertisement. Um, yes, but and, it, uh, I'm sorry, Doc, don't mean to interrupt. Uh, TheraBreath, if you'd like to be on the <laughs> University of uh, Pleasure and uh, be a sponsor, just uh, give us a call. We actually have a phone number now. And uh, what is that phone number again? I haven't memorized it yet. Like, you didn't either. I don't know. <laughs> Phone numbers anymore. It's 917. It is a 917 number. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. Something, so something you have helped people. So TheraBreath is a good one. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I do think that like in order to get to that, you have to get to the point where, I mean, this is like full circle to everything we talk about. You, you do have to get to the point where you start talking to somebody about what's going on. So, you know, what's really interesting, like breath, sweating too much like other hygiene things right like somebody being uh really sweaty uh somebody having like body odor you know like uh, there are certain things that people just can't help and a lot of times i think the way to approach those conversations are with a lot of compassion but you know i think of some times where i've worked with couples where it was literally like they were maybe not having sex for years wow years and really, when when we started digging into things, it was a it was highly based on hygiene. Really, and I remember having some conversations at certain point with different people, where like I ended up having conversations with like oftentimes it's because they don't someone doesn't want to hurt someone's feelings. And I have said to people in the past, well, I think you not ever having sex with them hurts their feelings probably more than if they were to just find out, right? Yes, <laughs> that it was yes. like maybe something that could be addressed in some kind of way. And I understand those conversations are very hard, but at the same time, you kind of, it's like a cost benefit analysis, right? Like, because over time it's going to start to feel really rejecting. And the other thing, can I get like super nerdy? Yes, that's what I look, please. All right, so, you know, there is research around like disgust cues and what happens with disgust cues um, and arousal. So, it's really fascinating research that kind of suggests the more sort of um, physiologically aroused somebody gets, the more their disgust cue starts to get turned off. So like, like it reduces. So like, wow. for it, well, think about it. If someone like just put a bunch of saliva in your hand, right? Like in a non-sexual context, you'd be like gross, right? Or like, you know, semen or something, but in a sexual context, right? Like the disgust isn't there. We have a much higher tolerance for disgust. But the problem is, is when there's a, a kind of ongoing hygiene issue, it becomes harder to ignore because it's probably there before arousal starts to happen. So then it's kind of a self-fulfilling issue because then 
the person starts focusing on that and then can't get as aroused. And then that disgust cue never goes down. Yes, Greg has a question. So if one drinks first and then has less inhibitions, then they may not be disgusted as much. True, but it's probably not an ongoing pattern that maybe is I'm sustainable just saying in a pinch. Yeah, I mean, in a pinch, I guess, but I think it probably, you know, and then you also have to think like, if you have to get like hammered, then your partner might be like, yeah, I'm noticing that you'll only get hammered to have sex with me or be sexual. And with. that could be an adverse reaction. See, that that's crazy to me. You know, here's why. But it opens up a dialogue. It does open up a dialogue, but you know, here's- Or you a- could have the dialogue before doing that. Is just what I'm saying. Oh, all right, on. well, all right. So we've, we've cured bad breath and we have cured uh, hygiene. Just well, have the conversation is the what other, you're saying. The other thing too- From a caring, loving place not like you smell bad like you just you stink and well, i can't do it you know there are things too that are like simple fixes of certain things like some people like sweat a lot and they cannot help that they sweat a lot yeah. so like you just might have to be thoughtful about timing and while i understand that everybody's sort of preference for sex is this like very spontaneous thing that doesn't like require any planning like some sometimes something just has to give in order for it to get better like so for instance let's say somebody like sweats a lot you know, or has just a very strong odor when they do, you might need to negotiate some kind of like shower or something beforehand if that helps, right? And as long as you can do it with like the spirit of like compassion and whatnot and give that feedback. And and honestly, if you're the person that's maybe having that hygiene issue, and if you can try to take that with like, this is my partner trying to get closer to me, not trying to pull further away, right? Because if someone's giving you that feedback, it's them saying, oh, I want to be close to you. This is just creating a barrier. And, uh, you know, there are certain things that sometimes can be medical. Sure, yes. I I don't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. And so... Like a pH thing? Maybe, maybe just somebody's particular, like uh, smells are a big thing. Somebody's particular smell, or maybe somebody has a medical condition or is taking, they have to take a medication. Like, so for instance, um, certain medications for mental health can cause like really consistent dry mouth. hundred percent. That's why like I'm really big with bad breath stuff because you know, when I take my medication, right? I don't even want to be around me. Yeah. And so, and that stuff, and that's crazy for me because I love me. We all know that. Mm. Um, uh, if today's photo shoot was not proof of that, nothing else. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You're lucky this wasn't just a Jeremiah photo shoot in general. I I actually saw a lot of humility in a lot of the photos that you gave. Thank you. I'm a very humble person. People don't realize that about me. Completely. Are you being facetious right now? I, I was very humble. I didn't make it about me. It was all about the doc. Has there been a... I don't want to talk about this anymore. Has there been a single episode in which you have not talked about your humility? Uh, I, you know, I try to just make sure people... Because I'm so confident. I radiate such uh, confidence okay. and We're done power. Now. All right. Okay. Oh, Let's right. keep going with okay. this. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Okay. Anyway, when there's a medical... <laughs> There's a medical issue and somebody's like, let's say somebody's taking a medication that they really need, you know, like it's also like, I do think that that compassion piece is really important because if somebody can't help that and they're also taking that medication for like an issue that maybe they're also sensitive about, you have to approach that very thoughtfully. And I think sometimes it goes better if it's like, hey, let's come up together with some solutions for this rather than like, I need you to blank. Right. Like I've seen some people give that feedback in some really thoughtful, kind ways. And then I've also seen people give that feedback in some pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, that's here's the thing with that. You know, I, I'm glad that we're having this conversation for my friend because, you know, sometimes like 
you know me, I like to fix, I'm a fixer, Doc. I mm -hmm. want to fix the problem. But sometimes that's not a good thing. Sometimes you got to be a little bit more, you got to, you know, hey, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm, you know, a little bit more thoughtful, like you were saying, in the thought process of how to broach the topic, right? Is broach the right word, by the way? Yeah. Broach. Oh, sweet. Great. I was told, I knew that. Anyway, <laughs> the point is that I really feel that, you know, it's good that you're saying like, come from a place of kindness. Just don't be, don't be rude. Just be like, you know, you stink. Your butt could be use a little help. You know, like, you know, you get a bidet, you know, by the way, um, bidets if you want to be a corporate sponsor. So, whatever, so pleasure. Listen, bidets. bidets are great. I'm telling you. They I are still, great. Nobody's Our business manager is here. He's, he's in charge of our entire business. Don, we got to talk about bidets. I really think that bidets are the way, he's not, he agrees with me. <laughs> bidets are, should be one of our first corporate sponsors because if you're about to get, have some fun, what better way to just a quick little splash, splash and you are ready to rock and roll, no matter what how better, your day went. What better way to start your day than with a bidet? That's, hey, oh my gosh. And she's yeah, right she built it in, Don. She built yeah, it in. Yeah, right away. Don, you could shout out, this is a shout out to our business manager, John. He's here, he's been here all day, he's been so patient. And so he's waving, which is not really great for podcasts, but I just <laughs> want everybody to know that he's here and he's awesome and he's great. We have such a wonderful team today. So can I can I say you you started this, so now I have to finish it. Right? Please do. Yes. The way that my mind works. The other thing too is if you're gonna give the feedback, kind, compassionate, but also direct, because sometimes people give feedback way too subtly. Right, mm. or sometimes very passive aggressively. This is why you're the doc, right? And some, or sometimes passive aggressively, and they think that they're being nice, where they like come home with like a like a bag like full of seven different deodorants and like just drop it in the bedroom with like no explanation or something, <laughs> wow. right? So if you're gonna give the feedback, then do it, right? Because otherwise, then it's just maybe like somebody not either a catching on to what you're saying and then it continues to be a problem or b doing it in a way that's so passive aggressive that then that person kind of wants to be defiant and not do it because it felt aggressive absolutely well i think that this was a very successful segment me asking questions for friends and uh you were really good and straight to the point and you know what i think it's because you're busted ass tired. It's true. And you were I'm like, I'm tired. not gonna, I'm not gonna talk yeah. too much doctor speak here. I'm just gonna get to the point and get out because I wanna have dinner and I get it. And you know what? This might be a new tactic that I'm gonna have to throw no. out. They'll be like, send off a message and be like, hey man, get her on the treadmill for like 45 <laughs> minutes and then zip her in there. No, in all honesty, thank you to everybody today that was here that helped us do this this grand photo shoot. It was so great to finally be with you again <laughs> in person. I just love you to my core. I think you're a badass. You do so much for so many people. Greg, thank you for taking a Sunday to come all the way out here and do the greatest photo shoot that anyone has ever seen with zero <laughs> prep. And to Don, our new sales and marketing director, Michael Mason and Michael Mason Studios, and Amy, which I'll just have to put on repeat because I don't just underscore something or other. I, 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 I'm not anything, good at anything. Like anything. Say it again. Amy thing, like anything. Amy thing. That's it. Uh, so go. Oh, well, that's why it's not. That's why it's, I can't remember these things. You can't. You can't. It's like give me directions to where the store is. I can't remember. Okay. It's not. Amy thing underscore beauty. Oh wow. That, uh, that hurt a little bit that for my hard. soul. I'm humble enough to know no, okay. when I do. Okay, and the point is, I would like to wrap it up, say thank you to everybody. Thank you so much for coming here and putting such together wonderful space. And uh, 
We're so excited. And don't forget to check out our new phone number because we are just in, check, just like, call it to check it out. And just call and check it out. Listen to that voicemail. It's going to be great. Oh, wait one second. Have you set up the voicemail? I didn't set up a voicemail. You I just didn't gave set me the up phone a voicemail. Number. Oh my God, this is a mess. <laughs> so our voicemail system is 917-382-0653. And again, 917-382-0653. What, what, do, you know, what do we want them to do on that voice? I was just about to explain oh, that. Okay. Why did you jump down my throat? Call on that line if you're, you want to be a corporate sponsor or if you just want to leave us a could have been better sex story or just something, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about. You now no longer have to use your fingers on the keys. You can just... Well, I guess use your fingers <laughs> and dial the phone number oh. and then leave a voicemail. This the point is, disaster. it's going to be really, really great. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to all of our millions and millions of fans all over the world. And I uh, appreciate you, Doc. And Greg, we'll see you later. Bye, Doc. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Take care, everybody. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Felstein. And special thanks to our new associate producer, Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. <laughs>